0: You're listening to the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, a show where we discuss wealth management and investment topics with an OCBC wealth expert to keep you up to date on what makes markets and your money move. I'm Elliot Danker, and today we'll be talking about the market outlook for a risky region like Asia, excluding Japan, with Vasu Menon, Executive Director, Investment Strategy at OCBC. So risk in Asia, Vasu, I mean, the world is continually facing risks, uncertainties during this COVID-19 pandemic. What's your outlook for this region, Asia, excluding Japan?
1: Well, you know, Elliot, I think that investors have come to recognise the fact that risk and uncertainties will remain a fixture in the investment landscape for many, many years to come. So waiting for clear blue skies before you invest may mean missing out on, you know, very attractive investment opportunities. No doubt, there are some risks and uncertainties in the horizon. But overall, we think that the investment outlook is positive for the next few years. And I think there are good reasons for investors to continue investing in risky assets like equities. And within the equity space, we are especially positive on Asia x Japan.
0: Wait a minute, I'm going to need your help here because I keep hearing this very often. Risky region, risky space, but it's positive. How does that work out with Asia? Okay, Asia x Japan may seem like a risky
1: region to some people. But it's no longer as risky as it was in the past. Now, Asia x Japan was perhaps a risky proposition in the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, and it contributed to the Asian financial crisis in 97 because of excesses in the region, because of poor economic management. But over the last two decades, Asia has really tightened its belt and made significant changes. We've seen very big improvements in areas like economic policy and corporate governance. And today... Elliot, the good news is that Asian companies are a lot more transparent and place a lot more emphasis on shareholders' interest. For example, many Asian companies today pay out better dividends than they did 20 years ago. And this has gone down well with global fund managers,
0: which clearly augurs well for Asian stock markets in the medium term. All right, look beyond the risks, lots of opportunities there. The first quarter of 2021, there was a lot of talk about market correction, but if I could get you to look ahead one or two years where do you see stock markets in asia excluding japan region offering good returns
1: well you know we we are actually positive on the outlook for the asia ex japan equity markets for the next one to two years and we like the region for several reasons firstly you know the ongoing global economic recovery helped by the vaccine rollout policy stimulus clearly are going to benefit asian economies which are very export driven In fact, you know, the Asia ex Japan region looks set to record one of the strongest economic growth rates in the world this year. And the earnings growth in the region is also going to see a very strong V-shaped recovery. Now, secondly, you know, China has done done an excellent job in managing COVID-19. So we expect the Chinese economy to post a very strong growth rate this year. And I think that's going to benefit the rest of Asia. So we see China growing at about 8% this year, which is one of the highest growth rates in the world. And thirdly, Asia X Japan has done a better job, much better job than its Western peers in managing COVID-19. And this clearly augurs well for the region's stock markets. And uh, finally, Elliot, you know, as economic recovery gains traction, we expect the cyclical or what we call value stocks to outperform the growth stocks or technology stocks over the next one to two years. And Asia has a very large representation of value cyclical
0: stocks on its stock markets. And that's should benefit Asian bosses. So I've got a, I've got a life-changing question, I think. Um, what is a good way to invest in Asia X Japan stock markets? Million dollar question, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> there are at least two ways, I
1: think, to invest in the Asian stock markets. And one good way, I think, is through a unit trust which offers diversification benefits With a unit trust, you essentially invest in a basket of stocks, Mm. right? And you essentially leave the uh, decision-making on which stocks to buy to a professional fund manager that picks the stocks for you. But for those with uh, good knowledge of specific companies in the region, they can, of course, consider buying individual stocks themselves. But this, of of course, comes with greater risk. But let me just end, Elliot, by highlighting that Asia x Japan is a region that investors cannot ignore. Mm. In the coming months and even years, It is clearly a region with excellent medium
0: to long-term potential. Hey, I'm a let-the-professional-buy-the-stocks kind of guy because I'd get too emotionally involved. (laughs) I've been speaking with Vasu Menon, Executive Director, Investment Strategy at OCBC. This has been the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, brought to you by OCBC Premier Banking.